Eight. Any last words? Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Welcome everybody, Chuck and Lou. Lou, how you doing tonight? Doing great. Who we got? We got Sam Briscoe. Whoa! And Chip Soderman here. Yeah, down the street we got Sam. Yeah. Sam, how you doing? Not bad. Thanks for having me. Coach. Hey, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. What a great day we got. Yeah, I'll say. What do we got? Let's start off with St. Charles West talk. Um, okay, so last week we played Pacific Mm -hmm. and, um... I didn't expect him to be that bad. We won 55-24. <sighs> behind some, behind a big game from Choppa Chigs, Clayton Higgins. He played great. Yes, he what, did. What a great guy. He's a great kid. Yes, he, he played is. awesome. Yeah, best game of his varsity Chief career. Chief scored. Let's go. Uh, Braden Wampler-Faust with his first varsity points, and then goes for, he had two on, on two free throws, and then he goes for eight more. That's a good night for him. Yeah, I was not expecting that, but... Uh, Great job for Braden and John Wilson, 14 points because Pacific had no size to go up against them. They were pretty small. Yeah. Um, this week we had Orchard Farm at home, and uh, we didn't play very well in the first half. <sighs> Devin Lindoff. Yep. He killed us. Yep. Hitting three-pointers from the volleyball line. Oh, man. Came across. Bam. Yep. Down by eight at halftime, and then scored 41 in the second half. Beat Orchard Farm 68-54. Trent with 30 points and Clark with 16. Then we had the big game against the Pirates going to Pirate Land Friday night. Mm. In the early time. Yeah. Because that snow, the snowstorm was awful. Yeah, exactly. It was really bad. And uh, first, mm, I'd say 11 and a half minutes or so, it was, 20, it was 24-7 us thinking what's going on here. We were just destroying them. I, I mean... I didn't get to see it, but I uh, I didn't know you guys were up that big early. Oh, my God. Ended up being like one, one or two-point game. Yep. Yep, one by one. But uh, big game from Josh Anderson, scoring the most points ever in his varsity career, 26. He was really good. That I mean, he was he was just kind of doing his thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was big game, five twos, five threes. Mm. You get that production. In the third quarter, it was like, bam. Yeah. There was, um, yeah, not not a very good game from Clark with the two technicals. But, I mean, that We're was, not going to talk about that. Yeah. You know, he got ejected, I, you know. Yeah, the second technical was probably not deserving of a technical. No. Wasn't even deserving of the foul in the first place. I agree. Yeah. Tell um, us about it. Going up for a rebound, and he made a weird – he was going up. He got up pretty high and was on the side, kind of on the shoulder of the kid from high – Got called for a foul over the back. I'm, I mean, I can see why the ref called it over the back, but I, I didn't think it was. And then Clark bounced the ball two hands. Right. It probably doesn't get above chest level tops. Mm. And ref from right near where you're standing blows the whistle, technical. And that's the second technical. And, yeah. Which I stu- still do not understand how that was a technical. I'm not sure how it works out that way. Yeah. You know. Um, but it is Let's what it is. Who we got here tonight? Liberty coach Chip Sodeman. Chip, here, man. What's up, buddy? Thanks for having me. Bared the snow. We, uh, you know, made it through. Got my boots on and boots on. Well, now they're up the front door, but <laughs> yeah, ready to roll. Let's talk about Chip. 
Yeah. Um, all, I can, all I know about this man is that he's got Liberty basketball on. He does. So he must be a coach at Liberty. Or he could be a player. I don't know. But we know he's the coach. He looks like a player, though. Here you're like... I mean, he looks like a young guy, you know? Yeah, I, I look young. Sometimes I get confused, but uh, I don't feel young. That's for sure. I Tell feel us about like your team coach. this year. I mean, you guys are really good. We're, we're having a good I'm year. Like really good. Yeah, we're uh, current, We're 11-3. and three. Uh, we got a big week this week. We're headed over to the uh, Circle 7 Ranch Showdown, which used to be known as the Ameritime Tournament. Right. And uh, we, we drew uh, Lafayette, who we beat in overtime last week uh, in the 4-5 game. We got the four seed, and... Uh, you know, team, I think the tournament's loaded. You know, Desmet's number one, Hazelwood Central's two, Parkway Central's three, we're four, Lafayette's five, and then Parkway South, uh, Parkway West, and then uh, Cleveland uh, is rounded out. So it's a good tournament. So Holy Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then we turn around and have two really tough conference games in Timberland and Fort Zumwalt South the week after. So what do you about, what do you think about mixing those tournaments in late in the year? Uh, I, I like, like it? it. I do. I, to me, I think it uh, is a good test. It kind of gets you ready to go for districts. Um, you know, those early ones, you you may not have your football guys. You may have yep. them late and you only have right. them for a couple of days. But now everybody's healthy or, you know, everybody's got their stuff in. And, mm-hmm. you know, you kinda, it's a good test to see kind of who you are and where you stand. I agree. Sam, tell us about this, Matt. We uh, also in the um, tournament with Liberty got the one seed. Uh, we're having a good year so far. Little injury prone right now. We got uh, Evan Asleason, who's kind of been back and forth. He's got a bummed up knee. Yep, yeah, half court shot. Um, And then our one of our bigs, he's uh, got a hurt heel, but he'll be back for this tournament. He missed uh, Friday night's game against Viani, but um, hopefully. So so tell us about. I'm going to stop you right there. No, you're good. About the Dushin to the Smet transition, like. How did this all occur? Everyone always asks me. That's the first thing I ask. How do you end up there? Well, that's why um, I'm asking that. Yeah. Um, so I coached with St. Louis Gateway over the summer, right. um, and we would practice at the Smet most of the times, and just kind of one of those where they needed a JV coach. I'm looking to coach long term. Um, I started kind of talking with Coach Williams there, and we ended up striking. How is he as a coach? I love that's him. Because nobody in St. Charles or St. Yeah. Louis knows Kent. Yeah. No, he's uh, Tell us about him. Kind of laid back, um, no way. but intense at the right moments. Um, really good X's and O's guy. Tell but us about players, the Players coach. Uh, I mean, he's got, we got a million sets. He's got a ton of them. So kind of like Coach Allen, right? Um, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. But um, he's awesome. I have no sets. He's, he is, uh, <laughs> I don't he's Jack, awesome. Jack, how many sets I got? Not too many. Yep, about 39. Yeah, yep. I would say Coach is probably... He's around there. We put really? in a new set all the time. But, uh, Are you going ball awesome. screen or no? We, we set quite a bit of ball screens. Um, you know, a 2-6-9 post, you want to try to get him the ball. Yeah, I got that, I got that problem yeah. <laughs> every day. It's, yeah. uh, and it gets difficult just to let him sit on the block. You got to get him moving right. around. So we set a lot of ball screens. We got um, a good guard, Jeremiah Walker, who can right. turn the corner and get in the lane a little bit. But um, So, Chip. Let me get you off that Chiefs game for a minute. Sorry, just watching the end here. Team of Christmas, are you over there? You got a bet on it? No, no. Over, under? Uh, I got nothing. Nothing? Um, Tell me about the ball screen. Is that what you run your best guy off of, or what do you do? Uh, honestly, we actually don't do a lot of ball screens. Really? I feel like we're we're maybe different uh, from so other you gotta, teams. So you, you got the best point, in my opinion, one of the best point guards around. 
And yeah. you don't run him off ball screens? Uh, I actually don't. Uh, I think his best position is is off the ball, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Uh, he plays when the did court. that start? Um, well, he, he had to run the point for us last year. But I think when you see him in practice, uh, his best skills are using screens and getting open. And let's stop right here. Let's just talk about who he is. Because there's a lot of people who probably listen to this who have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah. It's this guy a, can play. Junior, his name's Jace Catchings. Um, he currently is number two in that area in scoring. Um, he's at about 28 a game. Um, and That's a lot. It, it is, yeah. And... and I'll be honest, I'm getting kind of spoiled. Um, you know, we played Friday night. And so, time out. When you get him 21, because I got the same guy. Mm-hmm. And when you get him 18 or 19 and 14, what do you tell the other kids? Like, how do they hang in there? What do you mean? Like, when he's scoring the points. Oh, it, you know, I think he just gets his in bunches, you know. Yeah. And, and he's got the green light. He's done it in practice. I think but the kids know who he is. And oh, they yeah. Love him. Our guys know, and, and I think our guys have done a really good job of just buying into their roles. Right. And uh, and sometimes it's the gift and the curse because guys start standing and watching. Right. And that's when offense gets a little stale. So, uh, you know, we, we try to get him moving around off of screens. Right. And, and we know teams are going to switch out and jump out, and we right. we tell guys if you screen for Jace, you're probably going to be open. You know, about three weeks ago, we kind of, you know, because you, you run everything you want for your best guy. Sure. And then after about four weeks in the season, you're like, I gotta get him off the ball, and that's all we've been doing. Yeah, you know, you gotta get your guy off the ball. Yeah, you know, we started him. Uh, I think just by default, and we our point guard's actually a freshman, and uh, we're kind of grooming him along a little bit. So when you know when we really need a bucket, Jace usually has the ball in his hands. Right. Uh, but we've also got a kid eligible uh, right around Christmas time. That's a senior for us. That's uh, has really stepped up and, tr- and scored the ball. And so when you can have somebody else score for you right it makes uh offense a little bit easier but um you know i i am getting spoiled we played friday night played zumalt north for for us as a conference game scrappy bunch they were at our place and uh you know got up big had a chance to kind of put them away and right and and i felt like jace was just off felt like he was rushing his shots he missed some easy ones that he normally would have just swished and uh they were up eight with two minutes to go. I think they were up seven with about a minute 20. And, and we made some plays down the stretch, turned them over, got some uh, some buckets late, and uh, kind of walked in the locker room at the end of the game and, you know, told the kids, like, you know, hey, Jace wasn't really on tonight. Right. You know, we got out of there, we walked in the back in the coach's office, and, you know, I asked my dad, who's my assistant, you know, what do you think Jace had? He said, oh, probably, probably 30. I said, there's no way. No way. 18 maybe. Right. Open the scorebook, he had 34. That's how Brian Robertson was. 34. Back in the I'd go home. I'm 10, I'm 10 years old. I go to bed. How many did Ryan have? Like 16, no, 36. Yeah. Hey, you just don't get it. Yeah. And he scores in bunches, right. you know, and, and we've had quarters where he's had like 12 or 16 in a quarter. You know, he started the game, he had uh, 18 in the first quarter of our first game right. of the season. And so um, I, I'm not surprised because uh, I've never had a kid – Work as hard in the off season as Jace has on perfecting what did his craft. He did? What, what did he do in the off season for kids who are listening? And there's kids who listen to this, and that's awesome. And and for us in our school, only being six years old, right. this is the first kid that we've had that has had the success, and it's been directly correlated to the work he's put in. So at six thirty in the morning, what does he do? Six o'clock. Uh, he was there. Uh, if I finally got tired of opening it up for him, he'd find our custodian. 
and ask our morning custodian, can you unlock the, the right. closet for me? Uh, from six to seven, he'd be in there on the gun. Um, you know, and I, I was working summer school and, and we started this, uh, at our school. This as summer. a coach, sometimes you're like, I'm sleeping. Yeah. I'll open it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, it's hard for me to tr- say no to a kid. Absolutely. If they say, coach, can I get in the gym? So, and I only live a couple minutes away, right. so it's easy for me to run up there, but um, we, we had a like a weight conditioning program that we started for all of our athletes, males and females, starting at, at 7 o'clock. He was in the gym at 6, would get a 500 shots on the gun. Then he would go out from 7 to 9.30 in the heat, lift weights, run, do everything. And then he would come back at night for our open gyms and, and workouts and stuff. So I mean, he was a machine right. in, in the summer. And so when he's hitting all these shots and making all these plays, I mean, I'm not surprised just because I've never had a kid – uh, who wanted to be as good that bad. Sam, give me your best story about the, the one guy you've seen beside yourself who was the man. Um, I've, There's been a few that I've had. Um, my buddy Drew Moore, he was like that. I mean, I remember football season, you know, you're getting – he's wide out, tight end, right. so he's getting hit. And, um, but he was always finding a way to get in the gym. I mean, he's, he had the luxury of his mom being the uh, teacher at Duchenne, so he had a key. He had but a key. Um, you always got to have a key. Yeah, but he was he or was always he was always in the gym. He was always in the gym, and he ended. He's still playing a great career at Lindenwood. So there's no, like Coach said. I mean, you put in the work, it's gonna right. work out for you. My brother and Alex Moore, they both did it. I mean, we lived down the street from right. each other, so it was easy to kind of tell when they were going up to the gym. But those three, right. really, I was able to see firsthand. Works out, work uh, turns success at some point. Hey, Lou, tell me about uh, what do we got going on in local basketball this weekend? Local basketball this weekend? I'm saying, give me the whole kit and caboodle. Um, well, okay, so Belleville West was in the Turner Champions in Springfield, the yep. one that sells out in GQ. Bass Pro, right? Yep, Bass Pro yep. Turner Champions. Went 2 and 1 and took fifth place. Yep. Played some pretty good competition. Really good competition. Yeah, played Shadow Mountain out of Arizona the first game, coached by former NBA player Mike Bibby. Duh. He was great to watch. Yeah. And I, have I, you I, seen him now recently? Did no. you see the thing on the internet? He's jacked. Is he really? Oh, he yeah, looks like huge. the Incredible Hulk. No way. Like somebody yes. just blew him up with really? one. Oh, you got to check it have out. Have you yeah. seen his practices? He's, he does. No. Does he have a kid on a team or something? No, I don't think so. He's just kidding? Yeah, but he's got like, he doesn't mm-hmm. even, they don't even scrimmage or anything. He just makes him basically run for an hour and a half. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's like he says they all have practices where they won't even get a single basketball out, mm. and he says it's not uncommon where they won't even shoot a basketball like two or three days in a row during practice. Dang. Um, other games in the area, um, big rivalry in St. Charles County, Francis Howell, Francis Howell North, and uh, Howell took care of business, not surprisingly. Nope. And. Uh, Sam was probably there to smet taking on Viani and uh Tell me about that game, Sam. Yeah. Um we had some success early. We jumped out on him. We got able to turn him over How a little bit. How did they bit. defend you? Um they straight up man. They did a good job uh on our bigs, kinda getting yeah. around front and um Paul always does he always does yeah, a good job. Yeah, he does a great job. Out. You gotta um, figure him out at halftime. But we were we were able to turn him over, which kinda led to I think most of our points probably right. in the first quarter came out of transition buckets. Um, we did a good job scrambling, though, on the defensive end. Okay, they were moving the ball well, but we were doing a good job of scrambling, closing What's out Ken's the shooters. What's style, though? Is he a man? I mean, we'll play we'll play a little 2-3 zone, uh, yeah. but we're man. 
right. probably 95% of the time. What else we got, Lou? That was all I was going to say was for high school. and But uh, another in-season result. Blues back in action <sighs> last night. They actually, they actually won with uh, backup Jordan Bennington, who's played really well since he's come up to the he's NHL. He's been great. Yeah, they beat the uh, Blues beat the Senators three to two. Vladimir Tarasenko, as I'm calling him, finally the, right. the Tarasenko has finally gotten rolling. And uh, Carl Gunnarsson, defenseman who's not been very good with the Blues, scoring right, back to back games. more seconds. That's as I was gonna say. Right. Back to back goals. Mm-hmm. Chip, tell me how the GAC has evolved in like this three tier thing. Like, yeah. do you guys respect St. Charles West, or is it like we don't even care about you? Oh, absolutely. You're not. I mean, we're not even. We don't ever see. Yeah, yeah. my. I mean, my biggest focus is just focusing on trying to win our conference. Right. I mean, um, I guess there's 17 teams. Uh, you know, I was at Washington for a couple years. And tell me and, about uh, it. Let's stop right there. Okay. So you and your wife. Mm. You have how many kids? We have five kids. Okay. I knew it was a bunch. Yes. And my it's, wife. It's a whole litter. My wife is one of six. Yeah. So I kind of feel like every time I talk to you, I'm like, here I go. Yeah. So how's that? How does that work? You go to Washington. And now you're oh, I thought here. you were talking about the five kids. I'm just talking about anything. How you, how did you do this whole five kid thing yeah. from Washington to Liberty High School? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. You know, I I was at uh, Parkway West actually uh, in my first year as, but I was also helping my dad, right. who was coached for a long time, and my brother was a, uh, a senior, so I got to coach him and, and be an assistant. And uh, as I was there, I was teaching study hall. And uh, I was PE certified, PE health certified, and then um, couldn't couldn't really get a job, and and uh, so I became certified in biology. And uh, the job at Washington opened up, and uh, my mom was like, "Man, you ought to apply for it." And I said, "There's no way. I've never taught a day in my life. I've never coached a day in my life, and uh, of a team of my own." And sure enough, I kind of went through the interview process and 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 got the job, and so. Um, I loved Washington. I loved my time there. They're just great people. But let's um, talk about what did you walk yourself into? At Washington or at Liberty? At Washington. Uh, I there was it was a good I mean, program. There were some pretty good kids yeah, there. Good program, good team. Um, you know the uh, kid currently at Mizzou right now, Ronnie right. Suggs. Um, I had him for my first three years there, and then uh, you know. I, I just knew that wasn't a place that I was going to raise my family. Right. And uh, and at the time we had just had our first daughter, and uh, and this new school in the Wentzville School District was opening up, and I kind of just had my eye on it. And uh, once it officially became open, I I applied for it, and and it turned out that uh, they were looking to to go my direction. So. Um, there it was. And, uh, you know, we, we made the move. We jumped across the river, moved into St. Charles County. And, uh, I love it. I love it too. It's a good spot. I I like where we're at. I mean, our district is huge. It's, we're going to open up building up another high school. It's going to open up in the fall of 21. So another year. It is, it's crazy. New schools. I mean, what once was farmland when I was in, I've been here five years is now schools, neighborhoods. It's, it's just the growth out here is crazy. So, um, I like the spot I'm in, and uh, you know, building a program from scratch has been uh, just a, cool. a unique challenge. Yeah, yeah, it's it is really cool, and uh, but it's it's had its ups and downs for sure. So you just keep building, building out there in Wentzville. I know, that's I, right. And the new high school does that make you mad? No, 
No, I, I'm excited. I'd like to, uh, you know, just kind of assert our dominance, you know, on those guys too. So you go from Washington, you were a zone guy, mm-hmm. right? I, I mean, yeah, I felt like that Are you was still the, a zone guy. Not as much anymore. My the client. Tell me the zone demand thing. Well, you know, I think I mean, as a coach, you got to do whatever you can do, right? Uh, to to give your kids the best chance to win. But and, you were a zone guy for a while, right? Well, I felt like I had to be enabled in order to. When you to took compete. the program over, you were like, I yeah. got to do what they did. Well, they were all man. Right. Like Coach okay. Dunnigan, the guy that I took over for, was like, we are not like from Washington to there. That's what you knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were the Z word was like a cuss word. Right. In, before I got there. Um, but I felt like in order to keep some of my better players on the floor, right. you know, sometimes you that's one of the reasons you play a zone is so that you don't risk getting those guys in foul trouble. Does it help you with scouting? I think it does. Yeah, I, I know. It that's does. the only thing I'm like, because I'm losing my voice, but at the same time, I'm like, God, that's got to help a ton. Yeah. Right? When you scout, I mean, you get you hit the jackpot when you show up and the other team plays a zone, and then you can kind of get their sets and figure out what they do. But if the other team's playing a man, you just try to figure out who their best shooters right. are. And at the end of the day, you have to guard certain actions. You got to how are you going to guard a ball screen? How right. are you going to guard the inside screen? You know. So it you, takes forty minutes out of your practice daily. Yeah, I mean it's, it really does. It really does, and you just your kids know where they're supposed to be and do right. what they're supposed to do. And if kids start hitting shots, you just you don't panic. You well, know, I think if about they, Kevin Roberts at, at Dominic, I'm like, there's thirty minutes in his practice. He's probably like, nope. Because they're they're not going to be able to do what they want to do, right? You know, yeah. There is that is one uh, advantage to it, and if you got the the right guys that right. you know are smart enough and can anticipate enough, it can be. Lou, disruptive. what do you think about the zone? Um, I think it all depends on who, what kind of athletes you got. Yeah. At, that play. That's really what I think. And if you got a guy, if you got two guys, if you're playing a two-three zone, you play, you have two guys that are coach. Here's what I always say. Everybody's like, put your four guy in the middle. Put your best player in the middle, right, to beat your zone. It's one theory, for sure. <laughs> put your best player in there and try to get the ball and, to him. Yes. And and hopefully he's smart enough where he can either turn and shoot it or, or make, make plays play. for somebody else. Yep. But it's no good if the guys on the outside can't shoot. Exactly. Because then they just crowd him. So you yep. gotta you got to find – um, you know, and I think if you run a ton of sets, eventually at some point you're you're going to run out of bullets in your gun. I you're going to call a play. They're going to know what you're doing, right. and, and then what? So you just got to try to teach your guys how to how to play. And so Sam, let's talk about Sam. Are you a set guy or a motion guy? Um, I'm a motion guy. I grew up. Let's motion. talk about Mr. Bosslog and the motion. Yeah. Um, so he was when I was in grade school, we ran motion, but then high school, we, like when I kind talk of, about grade school, like. With fifth, sixth grade or like third, fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, all through we we were motion. We just right. played. I mean, we just played. Our coaches, my mom or my dad and uh, Drew Moore's mom, Renee right. Moore, they just taught us how to play. They didn't really give us a ton of sets. I like motion more. It's at some point it it ends up going. You gotta just go make a play. Right. Um, you kind of. I like having a few sets here and there, but for the most part, I like motion. So how was Wade? Was he like a set guy? Or? Oh, no, not at all. No. no. Wade's, just play. Yeah, we're playing. We're playing. Flare uh, screen, back screen, yep. down screen. Uh, my freshman year, we had what he called screeners and cutters, and you were <laughs> assigned a role. When you came so, to practice. Yeah, so, hey, you were, you're a screener. Right. So if you give the ball up, you go and find what we call the cutter. Right. 
you go find a cutter and you screen for them. Now, eventually, my sophomore, junior, senior year, we didn't have that because we had a ton of guys who were really good with Screeners, the ball. Cutters, yeah, right. I mean, we just kind of knew how to play and uh, we gelled. But when I first came in, we had screeners and cutters. I, I liked it. Um, I was a cutter though, so I, right. I'm sure I was. I'm a little biased. Liz, you came in Duchenne. Would you be a screener or a cutter? Probably a screener. Screener? Yeah. yeah. I'd have to agree. Probably. I'd prefer to be a cutter, but I'd most yeah. likely be a screener. But a shooter? Yeah, I'd be. A sh- I would try to be a shooter. Who was the best shooter ever at Duchenne? Yeah, Probably five, Alex Moore. Four. Oh, Alex. Alex Moore. That sounds about right. Who's the best shooter at St. Charles West? Five, four, three, two. Ryan That's Steinhoff. Yes. That's Steinhoff. Absolutely. See that Come set on. shot? I had the worst set shot. Boom. He left me open. I was on. I have a feeling Justin Toss is a little bit better of a shooter mm-hmm. than you. Mm-hmm. He was more of a driver, wasn't he? He was driver, finisher. Kind of I remember playing St. Charles West at the uh, Merrimack tournament. You guys beat us a couple times. We did. Oh yeah. Where did you go to high school? Parkway West. Parkway West. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we won it in two thousand. We won it in two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah, absolutely. Beat DeSmet by about. You did twenty five. Oh yeah. Like big time. Put it on him. Put it on him bad. Yeah. Tell me about that game. Played well. Uh, it's actually uh, one of the scariest moments in my life because really? yeah, my uh, playing for my dad. He was pretty old school. And, so this uh, is a championship game at Merrimack. At Dismet. Yeah, at Merrimack. Place was awesome. sold out. Absolutely. And uh, we, were, we were playing well. And, you know, Blake Ahern was a junior yes. at the time. And uh, I had the assignment of trying to guard him. Good deal. Um, and uh, which was always a tough, but you know, I accepted the challenge and right. came off the screen and son. <laughs> well, yeah, it was like son, this is your job. So here okay, going. here we are. And here uh, came off the screen and took a shot, and, and I think my fingertips grazed his fingertips. And uh, referee, you know, called the foul, shooting three free throws. And and uh, Time out. was it the guy who? Who's the guy who puts his whistle in his mouth and does this? No, not that, not ah, that guy. I don't know. I don't think he's still refing in the St. Louis area, but. Uh, Made the call, and uh, I was a little emotional, I think, at the time, and uh, may have muttered a word under my breath right. in the complete opposite direction, but here he comes off the baseline and, here he and hits me with a technical foul. Oh. And my dad grabbed my jersey and forcefully put me on the bench. And he had a rule at that time that was, if you get a technical foul, you sit out the rest of the game. Right. And they went on a little bit of a run, and, and our and you said, Coach Rogers, who's yep. been there for 50 years at Parkway West, kind of nudged him and said, hey, why don't, uh, why don't you get Chip back in the game? And yeah. I think he made the right move because we went back in and, and ended up playing pretty so well. So here we go, Chip. Uh, the other night, we're at St. Charles High, mm-hmm. and my guy gets tossed. Two techs. The nicest kid on our team. Tell us how that happened. Um. Okay, both technicals? Yeah. Okay, first technical – uh, High's got a kid driving into the lane and uh, takes a shot, and kid swats it. And the uh, ball goes out of bounds, ref blows whistle. Kid from High gets shot blocked, gets pushed, and our kid comes back a little bit, ma- smiles or something, and then ref bangs him. Technical, both ways. Okay. But um, then second one, I yeah, was, was said he's going for rebound off to the side jump pretty high called over to back bounces the ball ref bang technical from across the court bangs him yeah hmm. uh, it's pretty odd yeah and you got to respect the refs in that game you know they they do it all you know you gotta do what you gotta do yeah you know you can't 
Never gonna. I, I have a hard time arguing with the refs. I'm like, you do your job because we need more of them. Actually, what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Just that it was not a very good. I don't think the second technical is probably less necessary than the first one. And that's. Mm-hmm. I think that that's not the first time it's happened. Well, I think this today year. too with all the. You've seen on the internet all the fights and all the stuff that break out. It doesn't take much to spark that. No. So they got to do their job in trying to maintain, keep the peace, and let the kids play hard. But you know, any sort of like uh, instigating or anything like that, they're going to try to nix that pretty quick. So you have to. Yeah, you, you do. I mean, you got to control the game a little bit, but right. the more you can let them play, I, I think the better you can count. Do you like a hand check or no? It's just so like it, so inconsistently or? called oh, that no. that it's it's tough. Like my in between my freshman and sophomore year in college, that's when they went. As soon as you put a hand on so, hand check, yeah. So we when I was in college, we brought in officials for like a week of practice to uh, kind of reteach the way you play defense. Because I mean, you were able to kind of reteach. You just go to your dorm room and hang out. Like, you're like <laughs> hey, no defense. You, Got to play straight up, um, oh. but it's 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 tough. Um, just too inconsistently called. Right. It's just, same with it's the five be, second right. closely guarded. In high school, you have to have it because we don't have a shot I go clock. watch college games. I'm like, these guys don't guard. Why would they? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, another reason to play zone. Yeah. I, know, I, I keep you guys out of foul trouble. I know. <laughs> and here we go. Typically, you know? yeah. Typically. And I'm like, these guys don't guard anybody. It's hard, and it's hard to pressure the ball for that long. Yeah, I mean it's, but once once the state of Missouri gets on board and gets a shot clock, then they it's get never rid of it. Happen. I hope it does. It costs I could too see much money. It. No way. Well, here's the argument against that is football. Yeah, they got a the person that runs play the play clock. clock in football. You know, they pay so for a scorekeeper yeah. and a. You know. I think it'll happen eventually. I don't think it's coming. But then I would lose the games. <laughs> I gotta slow it down. I th- what, what I do think, think I think it would. Uh, it would widen the difference between the really good teams and the really bad teams. Those really bad exactly teams right. yeah. Yeah. wouldn't have a chance. But I also yeah. think it would put a higher emphasis on coaching. You could really yeah. – coaches could really impact a game with – I mean, you're basically playing 35-second games. You know, you're going to get the ball back. And that's back what we do in not, practice, right? Like, I mean, put the shot clock up and we're going to play 35 seconds. You know, yeah. I, in my opinion, yeah, we do. I 40. think it would be more fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would make the uh, game a lot, I think – uh, I'm not interesting because I think there are some interesting games, but uh, I think the really. But if I can play against you for 35 seconds, let's do it. Yeah. I don't want to play against you for two minutes. Yeah. It'd be. It'd Am be I right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I th- I just think the really good teams would matter. Coach, t- coach doesn't mind the shot. He doesn't mind the shot clock. Well, when I'm really good, I'll play against you. When you're going up against Duchesne, you the ball for two and a half minutes. Yeah, so. I tried that before. Yeah. And it's only, it's, it's only it's, it worked once. It worked once. It worked once. Yeah. Yeah. I lost to West once. But Tell me about that. It was my. It was my uh, <laughs> Let's talk about it. my junior year at St. Yep. Charles West. Um, we yeah, lost a really close one. Um, I think Logan Gantz hit a three, one of his, like, one out of ten threes on the year that year. He only shot him one time. Yeah. Um, hit a three down the stretch that put us over by. I remember it was a 40-something, 40-something game. How many 40 40 game. feeding him that ball? Oh, he worked his tail off. And finally off. he was like, boom. 
Yeah, he worked Finally his tail off. One. But um, yeah, they they beat us. You, know, you guys beat us uh, my junior year. I think that I think that was the only loss we I had to St. Charles it. West in my yeah, four that, that years. Was it. Yeah. But wow. That, so what did I one. tell you when you were coming off the floor one at one time? I was coaching against you, and I said what? I, I honestly couldn't tell you. You're right in front of me, and I said, go win this. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't get it done in my senior year. Casey Tison right. buried, ended my high school career with a probably 35-point Was game. on the right wing? Uh, yeah. No, he fade away from the corner. Yep. Unstoppable. But, yeah, um, yeah he ended up – I lost to St. Charles High, I think, once, and that was the, uh, one, the one that counted. So, yeah. but – Dushan High playing Friday for local fans interested. Really? Yeah. Hmm? Where's it at? Dushan. Hmm? Boys only. What do you got? I gotta go. I gotta go. My Dushan. Score. Give me a score. Oh, it's gonna be low scoring. Uh. Gonna be low scoring. They they uh, swing the ball a ton <laughs> this year. Or OB shoots a three. Right. He can shoot it, but uh, <clears throat> we'll go forty-five, forty-one, Dushan. Something tells me St. Charles High is going to press. Just, I, I, will, just a I will guarantee they will. Just a hunch. Yeah. Try to speed sure. it up a little bit. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm going to go. Uh, <sighs> Dushin 49, St. Charles High 47. 55 52, Dushin. Uh, Ooh, getting the wait, 50s. You're wrong, man. You're getting up there in that. That's a club. I don't. I don't. I, w- I would be uh, pressed right. to see how many fifty-point games Duchenne's had this year. It's, I don't think it's very many. I no. saw him score fifty-seven against Prior. He just lose by thirteen. Yeah, I was gonna so. say I was at that game. That was a high-scoring game for them. That was. Nah. How'd they get so high-scoring? Well, it was nine to five after the first quarter. That's what made it more impressive. Jack probably or Ob shot. I think he had like nine threes in that game. Yeah, and I think he did. Something. It was. That was really weird. Weird. It was an odd game. Somebody got the football game right now. Patriots or KC? KC. Okay. So it's 28-24, KC. Lou, who wins? Kansas City. Fellas? Brady's got the ball ball in the 40. I don't know. Hard to bet against him. 40 going in. I'm going to go Brady. I just don't want to run his Patriots Super Bowl. I really don't. He snaps back. Oh, tip party. Oh, yes. Wow. Oh, no. Good night. That's not going to work out. <laughs> no way. Wow. Iggy.